minute 30 left to go in the game, no timeouts, and the Rams defense could just tee off on him because you, you know in that situation he's throwing the ball, so you just have your defense ends, you have your Von Millers, you have your Aaron Donalds, you just have, like, just go get after the quarterback, and they did that, and credit to the Rams, but I think the Niners lost this game. It was very interesting to me, and you saw this against the, uh, who the Rams played, was it the Bucks? Yeah. First round? Once again, defenses just don't know how to guard Cooper Cup. 150 yards, two touchdowns, man, it's unbelievable. But if you're the Niners, you know, that's the guy you really can't let beat you, and they did. So I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl, though. This should be a really fun matchup. Yeah, I, um, Sean, I agree with, with, I'd say, most of what you said. Um, yes, that pick kind of does put the game away in some uh, sense. But at the same time, Jalen Ramsey dropped a pick on, the, on their last drive, and like you said, they knew that – um, that they were going to throw the ball. It's not going to be, you know, give it to, to Debo behind the line of scrimmage or, or run it with Elijah Mitchell. You know that that um, excuse me, that Jimmy G has to be throwing the ball in this case, and, and they came out, perfect game plan, Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald applying the pressure, and then you end up with that last um, possession right there. Um, but, you know, the Niners made it a lot farther than I thought they were. I, I got to get, as much as I, I dislike both these teams, I, you got to give them credit. Um, that this would have been a wild Super Bowl run had they made it to the yeah. Super Bowl, a ten and seven record. Um, you know, started off the season very poorly and then picked up heat, but never really, never really contended for winning their division with the Rams and the Cardinals uh, ahead of them. So, props to them, uh, Debo Samuel. I think we all know what he's about now. He kind of stepped onto the national yeah. stage, getting a huge contract this offseason. Exactly, but but at the same time, the, I mean, this Rams team on paper is just a better team. Um, Cooper Cup, insane stat line. Got to talk about Odell. I, I know it might hurt, but we got to talk about Odell's having quite the resurgence. Um, you have a quarterback who gets in the ball. It's not that hard. Yeah. He's a playmaker. Limited limited games that he's been in with the Rams, um, and he's putting up monstrous stats. I think we talked last week about, you know, the implications that has on Baker, but, I mean, this, this receiving core that the Rams have is – it's got to be one of the historically best ones. If you look at the season Cooper Cup's having, Odell, you know, if they had Robert Woods, Higby makes a play every single game. Like, this is this is a loaded offense right here. Yeah, Matt Stafford has weapons, and he's, he's good. Got an offensive line, too, that's pretty good. Didn't have that in Detroit. Um, Rams are just a good football team. They are. They have a lot of talent up and down the field. Uh, yeah, and okay, so, um, yeah, they have Akers and Michelle. Um, I mean, you have that running game, you have the, the passing game, like we were talking about. There's really just nothing, um, there's really nothing that, that can stop this, this uh, team on offense, but let's uh, flip to the AFC and go for the Bengals-Chiefs and um, look at our reactions wait, there. Wait, can we, just one quick thing about the Niners real quick is, if you're the general manager of the Niners, where do you go from here? Like, do you take – you can't really bring Jimmy G back. Like, that's not really an option. I don't think is a long-term option. Yeah, it's, it's probably you have to get rid of Jimmy G and go from there. And who do you bring in? Do you trust Trey Lance going forward, or are you looking at the quarterback market again? That is a pretty good question. I don't think you're looking at the quarterback market just because you have Jimmy G who's taking you – you know, to the NFC Championship game every time he's been healthy, but then you also have Trey Lance right there. So the, I don't think they're definitely looking to bring someone outside. But do you bring Jimmy Grapple back? 
Because there's a lot of rumors about him going to the Bucks, him going somewhere else, and being a trademark. I think he even came out and said he doesn't expect to be back on the Niners next year. The Niners don't expect to have him back. It's tough because I, I think I don't want to say Jimmy G was the reason that you you can't argue he was the reason that they were held back because in a lot of ways he just him as a game manager and a leader is one of the reasons they got to where they are. But at the same time, you kind of have to you know where your ceiling is basically. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He hasn't done anything in the playoffs. His team wins, but, like, he has no part of it. He hasn't cost them the game, though. Yeah, he hasn't cost them a game, but he also hasn't, like, won them anything. It's just they always have a great defense, and he plays okay enough. He gets the ball to Debo Samuel on screen passes. Debo runs 70 yards downfield. So if you're the Niners general manager, what are you doing, Liam? I Trey Lance. You, you went out, you drafted a guy. Um, Jimmy G's – everybody's been saying he's going to leave. And you have a – Trey Lance is okay. And now you have a couple of years of him having that development. He's going to be good. The I problem is okay. Trey Lance is very underdeveloped. He's going to need some time to develop in this league. And do the Niners think they're in win-now mode? Because if they're in a win-now mode, you can't play Trey Lance. Because Trey Lance is not going to win you well, win you. I don't Super think Bowl. Jimmy G's going to win you a Super Bowl either. They came really close this year, but – it was kind of a lot of it was a little bit of just luck, and their defense was really good. But do you go out and try to trade for somebody? Who? What would you give away? Aaron Rodgers. Imagine Aaron would Rodgers. You go going out to and sign Aaron Rodgers. That'd be a Kevin Durant no, situation no. again. <laughs> that would be crazy. I doubt that would happen. There's no way Rodgers would play in a Niners uniform, right? He did grow up in San Francisco. He was mad that they didn't draft him, but he is a yeah. After all that, after all what, he was a yeah. San Francisco fan as a kid. Yeah, but after all that beef, and now the Niners are what, six and zero against them or something like that. Five the playoffs, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just don't see how the Niners get better, other than if they get think, a new quarterback. I think they really overachieved. They shouldn't have been in the playoffs, realistically. Yeah, their defense is really good. Yeah, but they they made the playoffs because the Rams blew a twenty four point lead on the last game of the season. Yeah, but they also didn't start the season off well. But they yeah. towards the second half of the season they played a lot better. Like. Yeah. Their second half. I think they definitely overperformed expectations. They still have a great defense. Yeah. You have Debo, who's a monster, running and catching. Jimmy G's not going to win you a championship. So if you trade Jimmy G, what do you think you can get for Jimmy G? Uh, who would you trade him to? Who wants Jimmy G? Well, I think there's a bunch of teams in the market for Jimmy G. You look at the Steelers. I think the Steelers could be interested in Jimmy G. Yeah, with a lot of weapons there. Um. Buccaneers, obviously, I yeah, we talked about a bunch. The Packers, if the Packers get rid of um, Rodgers, do you trust Jordan Love enough, or are you trying to get Jimmy Garoppolo in there? Like, I feel like Garoppolo's got a, like a bunch of options of where he could go. To. I think he, I think he starts somewhere next year. I could see that. Yeah, I just don't know where. Like, I could see him on the Bucks. I just I can't see him on a team that that's in a win now mode. You know what I mean? I feel like he's the win now type of guy though. He's like he's like that team like that had the Giants for would so you, many would years. Would you like him on the Giants? No, no, no. But he, he's the Giants <laughs> kept thinking they had they were they had a chance to win something, and those teams that think they have a chance but don't actually are the teams that bring in a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo and think they get you just win a game. In my opinion, you never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, he had playoff success without really doing too much. Exactly. Yeah. You look at that. And you, you think he could do it for you? But yeah. Um, I guess going back to the Bengals Chiefs now, going over to there. 
Yeah, we'll have to stay updated on the, the Jimmy G news throughout the offseason. But, um, they, I mean, they got an interesting situation there. But, yeah, Bengals-Chiefs, um, very exciting game. Went into overtime. Um, Patrick Mahomes with the interception uh, down the field trying to force it to Tyreek Hill and setting the Bengals up for chip shot field goal, essentially, to get themselves to the Super Bowl. I thought it was a very exciting game. Two quarterbacks that you know are very exciting to watch. Um, football-wise, I mean, what do, what do we think about that? What does it say about both teams? Well, watching the watching the game and seeing like the analysts talk about it afterwards, the biggest thing, in my opinion, was the way that Bengals played defense to the Chiefs. Because for so long, everybody's talked about how you have to play the two high safeties, rush four guys, play man to man, like just apply the pressure, have the guys up to, over the tops to stop Travis Kelsey from Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill from breaking it deep. But the Bengals, which was so good is they still the two safeties at the top, but they only rushed three, and they dropped the third safety right into the middle of the field where all those crossing routes that the Chiefs love to do just couldn't happen. And they still put pressure on Mahomes. And they still they got still pressure. pressure. Three-man pressure on Mahomes, which is crazy. I can't. I just can't believe the Chiefs blew an 18-point lead yeah. and lost that game second half. The Bengals were done after the first half. They, the game was over, and the Chiefs just blew it. The big play, though, if you're looking back on it, the end of the first half, when the Chiefs went for it at like mm-hmm. it was like two yard line, third down, and like a couple seconds left to go on the clock, and they went for it, and that play call was not great, and Tyreek Hill got stuffed to the line by Eli Apple, but and that was big, big turning point. Also, a very questionable call. I think it was on like a third and one, um, towards the end of the fourth quarter when they were they were driving down. It was a third and one, and. It was like a direct snap to their fullback or something. It was very, very weird on the Chiefs' part to not give the ball to Mahomes yeah. in that situation. But I always hate it when teams do it. Like, why they were thinking too much? Why yeah. take the ball to your best player? Give it like, to your best player. Like the Saints when they always took the ball to like Drew Brees' hands mm-hmm. in the year to give it, it to Jason Hill. Like, yeah. why would you give it to your running? I don't know. I yeah. give it to your best player. Make him make a play. But we do have to say, Mister Shiesty. Hell of a game, my friend. Hell of a game. Biggest comeback in conference championship history. Yeah. 18-point comeback. He has proven himself to be a winner. And if he wins a Super Bowl this year, where does that put him in, in like, top – does that does that catapult him into, like, the top three quarterbacks? What, what would he be, the, the only quarterback to win uh, Heisman National Championship and Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And he would do it in three seasons. But, w- yeah, let Second alone season. do it in three seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, three it's seasons. That's absurd. College year, yeah. But I I don't think he's top three quarterback. If he wins a Super Bowl? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who do you have above him? Okay, top five. <sighs> top five. How much Bray retired? This gets crazy. Yeah. Who do you put above him? Um, Mahomes, obviously. Yeah, okay. Mahomes, Rodgers. Rodgers, yeah. Josh? I yeah, would I'd put Josh Allen. Above. rather have Josh Allen. Who else would be missing? I feel like I'm trying to get other quarterbacks. Brady. Brady's gone. Yeah. It's also, it's tough to, to judge, um, like, the, the projections for the rest of his career, considering he played half a year last year, and this is, like, his first full season, and it's been an explosion for this Bengals team. And we don't know if this could have, maybe this could have happened last year too, but they obviously they didn't have Jamar Chase. But I mean, this is his second year, so uh, is this going to be something we can we can see this level of play for the next ten years, or is, is it going to come back down to earth? Like, 
And I, I think you've got to take that into consideration as well. Yeah. The team is so young. All they need to do is really fix their offensive line. They are overperforming, though. I know I hate to call oh, Ron yeah, Johnson. They, like, no, they are. But they are but playing think a, about for well above years what we thought. To come, Joe Mixon, they have arguably the, be- they have the best young trio of wide receivers. With Joe Burrow at quarterback, you get an offensive line, you get in some, you get rid of Eli Apple and, and get him a good corner, maybe a good corner or two. This team's going to be scary. Yeah. The it's problem about really calling well. them like one of the best young trios is I still don't think see T. Higgins as like a great wide receiver. Maybe that's just me, but like it's Jamar he Chase. The, he torched the Chiefs. Yeah, but. Six receptions for 100, 100 yards. Pretty. But I think without Jamar Chase there, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Like, Tyler Boyd's been in the league for a while now. Yeah. And did we really think much of Tyler Boyd? And now we're calling him one of the best young wide receivers in the game. Like, he's a third receiver. Tell how I it is. I think that's a pretty, that's a pretty good trio, though. But Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Jamar Chase is really good. Young. But Tyler I think Best young trio. might not be the best trio, but yeah. it's definitely got to be one of the best young trios. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just think they're a little overrated other than Jamar Chase. I mean, they're very much overperforming, I think, with with looking at their talent on their roster. And it's and crazy that they're here. Coming back next year, like if even if the Bengals win or don't don't win this game, going back next year, they're still gonna have a hard oh, division. Yeah, they cannot make the playoffs next yeah. year. Yeah, I think I play the Ravens. The Ravens were yeah. gonna come back. They're gonna yeah. be mad. Lamar Jackson gonna be playing better. Who knows? Happens the Browns. Yeah. Steelers get a quarterback. It's, yeah, Steelers get a quarterback. They'll be like they'll be that. Could be a big thing. Like I don't know. They're good. They're great. Obviously, they have a chance to win the Super Bowl, but I don't know. We're not too worried about the Chiefs, though. No. Uh, this, this doesn't really say no. much about the Chiefs. But no. it's just like... They were, they were a, a game-deciding possession away from going to, what, their third Super Bowl in, like, yeah. four years. Was it their fifth straight? Fourth straight AFC Championship. Fourth straight championship. But it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, every year, we talk about it at the end of... When team gets it not to the playoffs, and be like, oh, my God, this team can't win a Super Bowl. Like, they're so far away. But, like, only one team at the end of the year do we actually not say that about because it's a team won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the rest of them, we all overreact a little bit. I don't know. I feel like the Chiefs are fine. It's so yeah. hard to win a Super Bowl. I, I totally agree. It was it was so odd for them to get off to such a slow start that they did. But the yeah. fact that they were able to turn it around and just dominate. That is amazing. It, it shows how good they are. And, I mean – they have their flaws. Mahomes sometimes likes to play hero ball. They obviously blew this huge lead, but they convert on that that fourth down near their goal line. They they probably win the game. Yeah, if they go if they go up into halftime and they're up, they're up twenty five. Yeah, twenty five points. You, yeah, they're not. The Bengals are not coming back from that. No, that changed the entire game. That was huge. Mm-hmm. It is wild that we we were writing off the Chiefs like did I even make the playoffs like. You know, come like eight weeks ago. Yeah, we and now we, we, but I think the the entire like fan base and and the media definitely was overreacting. But I think it's not like we were irrationally overreacting. We had good reason to. The Chiefs team looked terrible. Their yeah. defense looked abysmal, and it it just it didn't look like the type of team that was performing at the level like to where we could project them going to the AFC Championship game and being a field goal away from the Super Bowl, which I, is. Absurd. And like you're saying about the Niners, Niners shouldn't even be, be there. They almost made the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We, we we would have been arguing, you know, in week five, the Chiefs should have been there. So a lot of great parity uh, in the NFL playoffs. Super Bowl, two four seats. How wild is that? Yeah, it is a little crazy. It just, yeah. It's well, the the Rams are better sure. than a four seat, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, they, they were looking like they could have been the one seat all, all yeah. season. 
And they had the town to be better than one seed. I, I don't think any of us expected the Bengals to be a one seed. The Bengals are a rightful four seed. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think the Bengals were going to make the playoffs <laughs> this year. <laughs> Nobody did. Three uh, wins and going to this, it's just insane. What were their odds? Plus, was it 6,000 or 60, something, something like that? Yeah. Same as the Jags. Yeah. Same as the Jags. Wow. Isn't that wild? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And now, the, now the, the Jaguars are getting a new head coach, and yeah. I started starting to think that if Doug Peterson gets three wins, he becomes the fourth winningest coach in Jaguars Are history. you serious? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? That's, wow. That is disgusting. Jeez. I want to talk about a broken franchise right there. Ugh. Whew. That is gross, but uh, I mean we so looking at the playoffs as, as a whole before we like jump into the Super Bowl itself. Two one seeds get knocked off right away as soon as not right away I guess but after Wild Card Weekend divisional round we lose the two one seeds, um, Niners with the upset and then it was Bengals correct, yeah with the upset of the Titans, um, that that wasn't really like. I think the, I, the Packers getting upset was more oh, yeah, of the a lot more yeah, surprising. Yeah, and then you uh, yeah, and, and then the you know you can't root out Tom Brady, but Tom Brady gets upset. Um, Once again, Cooper Cup, bro, someone guard him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and then you have the the Bills Chiefs. I mean, I I just think I I don't know about what you guys think, but I think overall it was just a phenomenal playoffs to oh. watch. The, what was the stat? Almost every single game has come down to a decided the last, field goal. The last six games, yeah. all the divisional round games, all the conference championship games, have all been decided by less than seven points. And the only one that wasn't was the OT yeah. um, Chiefs-Bills game, which was a field goal that sent into overtime. Yeah. So literally every single game has been decided by a field goal, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's made for great football, great TV. Like Probably the best playoffs we've had ever just from like a game-wise yeah. point. Yeah. Like, it's NFL's ratings like oh yeah it, well it stinks for them that the Super Bowl is Cincinnati versus an LA fan base that has no fans but it doesn't even matter but it's gonna be a great Super Bowl like they're the not gonna get ratings can, but no the ratings awesome. can still be through the roof you like, think so they are they are the only sport that's market proof that's true that's very, them in the, it's them in the NBA if LeBron or Curry or one of those guys is is playing yeah but like last the NFL year NFL can get people to watch it. Milwaukee Phoenix, that's that that did yeah, not affect the NBA. Like that died yeah, rating wise. No LeBron, no Curry. Meanwhile, if it was the Packers and the Cardinals in the Super Bowl argument's sake, that would be a huge Super Bowl. Like the range would be ginormous. Like I don't know, it just shows how dom of the NFL is, how much mo- like the money making power of them is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean if it was like Mahomes versus Brady, like, you know, oh, in the we, Super Bowl. Yeah, we've seen that. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, again, which like last Super Bowl, I mean the rings were through the roof. But um, yeah, it might it might not be the most exciting, but I think everyone's kind of the 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 media and the fans are kind of warming up to Joe Burrow as this you know he's the man. celebrity now. He's, he's the, the man. man. He's this guy every week. He's got you know something swag. new. The, his oh, his yeah, swagger that he plays with. Um, and then you know I don't really know how I I'm, I'm trying not to keep my bias in on my opinion on the Rams. I don't really know whether. Uh, you know, the NFL fans are favoring the Rams or um, look kindly to the Rams. You know, I know Cooper Cup and OBJ are cool stories, but it's more, I guess it's more of like Matt Stafford playing in his first Super Bowl is yeah. exciting. But The NFL tries so hard to market them too. Yeah, they really do. The Niners game, it was so bad. Every commercial, it would just have all the Rams highlights <laughs> and then like one little shot of a Niners guy. It was, it was really, it's funny. Sean, who do you think like as a nation that they're rooting for? Nation for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Joe Burrow, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
It's a Joe Burrow story, like because there's no there's no villain here. Like people were villainizing the Chiefs and no. you know the Packers and and the Bucks or whatever. There's, there's really no villain here. No, there really is not. It's yeah. but it's not a bad thing. No, you have a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have two heroes. Either way, it's gonna be a good story. Like Matthew Stafford yeah. gets his first title. In his or, first year with a good team. Yeah, or yeah. Joe Burrow, like, just... Joe Burrow year two. And the Bengals. The Bengals, literally, before this postseason, they had the longest playoff winning drought at any pro sports team. That's ridiculous. How many years was it? Since 1990, I think it was. Yikes. It's been 30 years since they've won a playoff game, and now here they are. <laughs> Joe Burrow has the most playoff wins by a Bengals quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it's his first postseason run. That's absurd. He is going to go down probably as the best quarterback ever for the Bengals, if not already. Like uh, I think, yeah, I, th- I would guess say he already is. They're the Super Bowl in his second no season. No Red Rocket, no Andy Dalton. No. Oh, come on. No Carson Palmer. God, those were disgusting yeah. teams, dude. They were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get right back to uh, Joe Shiesty and the rest of the Super Bowl predictions uh, right after this. Brief word from our sponsor. It is the Roars Villanova Valentine's Day giveaway. Log on to the Radio FX app for a chance to win a dinner for two to the refectory. The refectory offers a casual yet refined dining experience. Simply favorite WXVU and enter the contest on Radio FX for a chance to win. Then listen Wednesday, February 9th at 1 p.m. when we'll announce the winner for a dinner at the refectory with that very special someone. Only from Villanova 89.1 FM. WSVU, The Roar. All right, so we have the Super Bowl. So should we just get down to picks? No, First we can't do picks this week. Wait to picks next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll give picks. Picks, okay, because next, yeah. week, next week we'll be doing the show right before. Um, Can we say what we what we want to happen? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go Bengals. Go. Yeah, obviously, go yeah, Bengals. Yeah. All right, all right, Sean, are you going for the Bengals in this one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. I, as I said, Matthew Stafford destroyed my fantasy team. I don't like him. True, I'm expecting you to be rooting for the Bengals as well. Yeah, no, I don't want to see the Rams win at all. I'm with um, you guys. I didn't. I could barely watch that Rams-Niners game because I wanted both teams to tie or lose. <laughs> so um, who's excited for the uh, Pro Bowl tie? Oh, gosh. Yeah, Pro Bowl. Who big, won big fastest? AFC? Did, was it Micah Parsons that won the yeah. fastest, man? That's cool. He he really? it, they did a cool yeah. thing this year because they have, like, the um, the quarterback target thing where, like, they see how, like they have a bunch of, like, point things out in the end zone like, depending on where you hit, depending on the points you get. And this year, it was Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins did it, but they also had Justin Jefferson and... They had a wide... Re- oh, wow. They had two wide receivers do it, too, to see how, like, different how wide receivers... How did they receivers. do? Compared to... Not good, yeah. Not good at all. Well, I mean, that's what you expect. Did they play uh, kick-tack-toe? I didn't see that, no. Ah, uh, that's my favorite one. But, like, I guess, if anything, is there anything the NFL can do to make the Pro Bowl actually, like, a sport again? Because I know all the other leagues have tried to make it, like, a more competitive and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, we saw the NA, the NHL. NHL's good. Stuff. They, they had some cool stuff. I wish the MLB would do stuff like that. NHL, the 3-3 three and three thing, that they've done a really good job with that. It's much the more marketable. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The NBA's done a good, yeah, decent job or two years ago. I, All-Star Weekend's always always pretty exciting. I, I just don't like when they, they mix it up. Like, mix you remember up. when they, they messed up the dunk contest? Did it like like a time limit? You have to do certain dunks. Oh and yeah, I, I yeah. Like and they, they mess with the rules. I didn't like what they did last year with having it all be on the same day, and so they yeah. had nobody participate in any of the contests because if I'm playing like in the All Star game, why would I? Exactly. Why would I go in the dunk contest? And they take the All Star game seriously now. Yeah, it's awesome. They did that one year when they had like the twenty four points for the fourth quarter. Do they still do that? I think they're gonna keep doing that. I thought it was just for the one year. Well, 
I don't know, but they saw. Did you guys see the trophy for the NBA yeah. uh, All Star game? Yeah, yeah. it's all Kobe, like about Kobe's Kobe's uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's very. It, cool. it is pretty sick to look at the, the trophy. But can yeah. can the NFL do anything to like <coughs> get it better? Because it's the problem. Not the NFL really. is such a physical sport that like. And the problem is they have it right at the end of the season as opposed to the middle, but you couldn't have it in the middle of the season. No, no. so it's just the nature of the sport. Yeah. You couldn't do that. And then like you know when that one year it was um, or last year I guess when it was Bucks. Um, Chiefs that that you know all those players not playing in the Pro Bowl that's a lot of the talent that like if you yeah. were tuning in to watch the Pro Bowl to see Mahomes Brady you're not gonna see them because they're gonna be prepared for the Super so you Bowl. You think if they had like mid season maybe not a game but like events yeah you think people would do that like give everyone an extra bye week or something I mean I don't know it there's always gonna be a lot yeah. more. It's just the nature of the sport. The you, it, it's like tough yeah. when you can only play once a week, just from a pure like health perspective, and practicality wise, it's tough to like fit this weekend in during the season. It, yeah. it just like wouldn't make sense because why, you know, every time you step out on the field to play football, you're essentially risking the chance of getting injured. It's a very contact heavy sport, obviously. So I don't think anybody would really take this seriously. Not not that they do already, but yeah. The biggest serious thing wasn't Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor yeah. lights yeah, somebody up in a Pro Bowl. Greatest Pro Bowl guy. play of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I don't see how you can really make it better. It's also just, it always throws me through a loop the actual quarterbacks who actually play in this every year. It's crazy because it's always like the fifth like picked guy. Matt Jones yeah. is a Pro Bowler this year. Like, yeah. come on. I had a great season, but he's not a Pro Bowler. Oh. He was probably, was he filling in? Yeah. Definitely for somebody. Every, he's like a fourth or fifth filling. Fill yeah. Everybody's a filling. A lot of injuries, but. I mean, people I don't just don't want to go either. And I can't really blame them. It's no, you, you want to break. You've been, <laughs> they, you've been, they do it in Hawaii? Is that where they do it? No, yeah. it's this year it's in Vegas. Vegas. I liked yeah. it. It was in Hawaii at one point, right? Yeah, but they just realized it's so far, and like I don't know if people didn't want to go to Hawaii. Speaking of locations, did you guys see the um, the thing that the NFL came out and said? like They have to fix the home field advantage now because two years, two Super Bowls in a row, a team's gotten – Actual home field advantage. We'll just just put the Super Bowl like in Jacksonville. That, that's what. <laughs> yeah, they said they're gonna move to Dallas every year. No. So, what do you mean? They're no. gonna play in Dallas every yeah. year. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about any team having. Home field advantage. <laughs> Took me a second. No. It, it's weird though. I don't like that. How how you can play a Super Bowl at someone's home field? I think that is so stupid. You think they should just have a a, a, a like a, a Comple- stadium just yeah. dedicated? Completely purely. neutral location. Where would you put the stadium though? Cause you want in a big market. That's another big thing. Florida. New York or something. You know, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. You make it play, a dome. You'd have you to play make it at the Meadowlands. That's for yeah. sure. Ha 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 ha. Very I, funny. Play in Seattle. It's really weird though. Two years in a row, yeah. and you see Brady the first year, and then a team from LA the second year. But the difference is it's not really home field advantage in the situation because the LA has ticket no holders fans. aren't getting yeah. their tickets nonstop. It's, like it's. What is it? It's cheapest ticket six thousand? Is it? Yeah. Like, come on. Is that actually true? So the season ticket holders for the Rams, none of that matters for the Super Bowl. I think, I okay. It doesn't matter as like season ticket holders. I think get priority towards games anyway. But if the Bengals season ticket holders also have priority at the Rams Rams Stadium. Okay. There's some deal worked out that you can buy them, but it's not like season ticket holders get their seats and the stadium's gonna be full of all Rams season ticket holders. It's not gonna work like that. Well. The, the three Rams season holders <laughs> there are. Yeah, dude, there was that that, that last yeah, game versus Sean, the Niners. It was just a sea of red. Yeah, you hit the nail on the yeah. head with your take. Debo Samuel, your Debo Samuel take. 
No. He came out and said the uh, Rams must have been pumping crowd noise into it at the end because there's really? no way this stadium could be as loud yeah. for the Rams. I, I totally believe it. Yeah. You you called that to a T, dude. It was all Niners fans there. All Niners fans. It's a shame that there aren't any Bengals fans <laughs> either to pack that stadium. Yeah. Actually, they have a day off Monday now, so that maybe fly That's in true. there, take some time, enjoy the nice L.A. weather, and watch your team destroy the Rams, hopefully. Hopefully. Be I truthfully believe, though, the Super Bowl, it's either going to be a blowout Rams win or the Bengals win a close one. It's going to be close. I think the way the playoffs has gone, it, we're going to get another great game. I hope. I hope. It seems like the Rams also just, you know, they, they we know they blow leads. <laughs> is, it, is it like... Is it too out there to say that they play down to their competition? Uh, no, they definitely do. I totally agree. With For the amount of talent not. they have. I like, think very oh, yeah. talented teams do that often. Yes. Yeah. Which like, is weird. Like, well, It does seem to happen a lot in sports. There's always like teams that are very talented that play down to their opponent. It's well, when you think you're too good. Mm-hmm. It's a psycho- you're saying it's all psychological? It's all psychological. Interesting. Yeah. Like, like the Chiefs going up 18 versus the Bengals. Yeah. With a much... They're better at every facet of football, too. Except for special teams. I think Except, Kevin McPherson's got it in the special yeah. teams oh, category. He is the man, <laughs> yeah. Besides special teams. but It's just stuff like that. It's so tough, too, in a playoff game. We've seen it this year, any given Sunday. The Jets can beat the Jets beat the Bengals this year. Yeah. It's crazy. Mike White beat the Bengals this year. Yeah, all right, great two weeks of football for New York fans out there. I, I, like, I think it's great for the sport that that can happen, though. Yeah, because it used to be very. It's just it used to be Tom Brady wins every year. It's just I find it interesting because like if we're gonna talk about an NBA team doing this, it's five guys on the court. I could see five guys kind of letting you know the the psychological aspect of it get to their head. But this is like a you know why am I blanking on how many 11, 11 people on the, on the field um, for your team at one time like and then you got the defense, a whole another set of guys. Like how is it a whole team can psychologically just play down collectively. But that's the yeah. difference. The entire team doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. You have one or two key guys who do it, yeah. and that can make the whole difference. Your left tackle tries to, like, not yeah. take it as seriously, down goes the cornerback. Cornerback's under pressure, changes the entire yeah. game. Like, each player matters. Yeah. Eli Apple getting burnt. Like, yeah. if one corner that makes a mistake, seven points on your head. Yeah. But it really is great. Every year, the NFL has a parody circle mm-hmm. where every team – it completely goes all the way around that every it team does. beats somebody else. Because everyone would always worry, oh, Tom Brady loses to the Dolphins week 18. That happened mm-hmm. every year, and then... The Dolphins have the most wins against Tom Brady ever, and it's like six wins. Good for them. Good for them. They need that. Um, so what are we thinking tonight? Uh, AFC is minus one and a half. Uh, <laughs> really? Minus you one know, and a half? AFC uh, has won the last four. Good for that, man. Yeah. Who are the quarterbacks playing in this year, out of curiosity? I think Patrick Mahomes is actually playing. This is it's such a joke, the Pro Bowl. Such a joke. I do like oh, the Herbert. dodgeball. Herbert though. Mahomes and Mac Jones for the AFC. That's a good that's a good, good line. <laughs> Mac Jones. That's funny. The NFC has Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. I would agree. I would Kirk take a Cousins. AFC minus one and a half. Or is this the year? I mean, are we really four talking straight? about betting odds on the you know what? Uh, maybe uh, you just turned twenty-one. Happy belated! <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't you go throw a grand on the NFC? Yeah, sure that's good value for that. I'll go Alvin Kamara uh, plus seven hundred anytime touchdown. Lock of the day. We don't gamble here. We don't gamble. <laughs> we did not pro any gambling. Uh, uh, but uh, we should watch though. Why? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'd rather I'm kidding. do laundry, man. Do something productive. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, 
All right, we're going to cut to a commercial, but then we'll um, – I guess we can talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl, but we'll, we really want to get into some NBA, a lot of NBA um, headlines we want to get into at some point. So stick around. You're listening to Fun the Locker Room on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Rafool with your weekly Mainline News Minute. Radnor Township residents may see people in their front and rear yards as crews work to survey parts of the township as part of a flood reduction plan. According to the town, Carroll Engineering survey crews are surveying the South Wayne area to determine possible solutions to reduce flooding. While conducting the surveying, crews may be on residential properties to get as much data as possible. The study is expected to last two weeks and includes the evaluation of a bypass pipe, enhanced infrastructure, and other yet-to-be-determined ideas. Contact Radnor Township Engineer Steve Norsini at 610-688-5600, extension 130, with questions about the work. As you know, the Philadelphia region was hit with snow and wind Friday to Saturday as a major nor'eastern storm hit the East Coast. So how much snow did Delaware County really get? According to the National Weather Service, as little as 3.7 inches fell and as much as 7 inches in parts of Delaware County. The National Weather Service reports of the five counties in the region, with Langhorne and Bucks County getting the most snow. The Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network recorded 9.9 inches at 6.30 a.m. on Saturday. The area that got the least snow was in West Grove, Chester County. The Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network recorded 1.5 inches at 7 a.m. on Saturday. With this week's Mainline News Minute, I'm Gabriella Rafool from the WXVU Newsroom. Is your Play-Doh paper due tomorrow? Need a fresh set of eyes to look over your final draft? Haven't even started yet? You can make an appointment at the Villanova University Writing Center. Located on the second floor of Falvey Memorial Library, the Writing Center is full of professionally trained tutors who assist Villanova students of all majors on their writing assignments, from personal statements to thesis papers, at any stage in the writing process. Hours of operation are Sunday, 3.30 to 7.30, Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 7.30, and Friday from 11.30 to 3.30. Stop in or call 610-519-4604 to make an appointment today. It's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Sunshine for your Sunday, a high of 35 degrees. We'll see clouds build overnight, a low down to 25. On your Monday, we'll see rain and a chance of some snow showers mixing in, particularly during the morning. High temperature, 40. And a mix of sun and clouds Tuesday, a high of 42 degrees. 
Welcome back. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 FM, Fun in the Locker Room, Villanova Student Radio. Just talked about the uh, NFL Super Bowl, but I think there's a, there's a couple things we should get into. Um, a lot of stuff is happening off the field in the NFL. Um, for example, Tom Brady retired, which, you Whoa. know, I think we, we discussed that last week. Um, it's a sad day for the retired NFL. And it's a sad day for the NFL. Yeah, it is. Sad day. You look at all the quarterbacks who retired from our, like, they're yeah, all gone now. That Instagram post with, like, Drew Brees, Phil eh, Rivers, Big Ben, Eli Manning. Yeah, I'll give you Eli Manning, Shaw. Tom Brady. Man, it's sad. It's really Payton, sad. like. Yeah. But we got a great, a great come up of, of quarterbacks coming up. Yeah, so. the next class is great. Herbert, Burrow, AFC is definitely going to be Russell Wilson still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's got to get some young quarterbacks. We, yeah. we probably should address uh, the whole Brian Flores situation that, that's been kind of heating up last week. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll keep it short for that because it's not really a good situation for the NFL. But, um, yeah, Bill Belichick leaked. Is that how it started with Bill Belichick leaking the texts? Or well, no, he, he didn't leak he the texts. He sent the text. Yeah, he, he sent, sent the, the text, text of Flores. Of both yeah. candidates were named Brian, and, and he, he mixed didn't... them up. Yes. Yeah. So before Brian, they had interviewed yeah. Brian Flores, he was basically he thought he was telling the other Brian, like, yeah, you, you probably got the job. Yeah. So essentially, what happened is the Giants gave Brian Flores an interview with no intent that to hire him. Allegedly, the Broncos allegedly did the same thing, except they showed up drunk. The Elway and their the other guy showed up drunk to the the interview, which was a really bad look. And then it came out that the Dolphins' owner offered Flores 100K to lose games. He would get 100K for every game he lost. That's if that's just, true, he better, the owner better be kicked out of the league. Oh, yeah. Well, it came out, too, that um, I guess the Browns were doing the same thing for Hugh Jackson. Yeah, it did come out that, uh, that he was getting paid um, or offered to pay. I thought like Hugh Jackson denied it but said it was like kind of implied. Yeah, and then well, I think Jason McCurdy came out. Um, yeah, and said, said you know the, the way office, that yeah. the way they everything was being run when yeah. he was there. There's no way they were trying to yeah. win. Uh, it, it's just a bad situation for the NFL. I think for teams to tank, you have that 0 and 16. Well, now 0 and 17 season, like in your history, that is just such a stain on your history as a team, and it it, it looks really bad for the owners. The players and the fans suffer too. Yeah, it stinks when your team can't win a game. Can't Thanks. be good business wise too. Oh no. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I I don't understand it. That's ridiculous. But like, if the other rumors about Brian Flores are true, it's like, it's a tough look. Yeah, it's really bad. And the question comes like back to like, is it due with him or is it just the, like it's hard to say. Like if argument's sake. If it was the other way around, and Brian Flores came into the Giants organization and blew yeah. the, blew him out of the water, like we need you, we need you to be the guy, mm-hmm. and they had to enter Dable still, like would it be wrong for the Giants to offer Flores a job right away? Because like, what if they were just so in love with Dable they they wanted it badly? That's true. Yeah, you never you never know with stuff like this. I I have more of a problem with the uh, the owner offering money for losses. Yeah, especially like Brian Flores has proved this season he started off one in was it one in seven? They had a winning record. He's I a mean, great head coach. Yeah, I, but now he's not going to be a head coach anymore. He's suing the NFL. You don't think so? No, he's suing the NFL. Also, not. how is Josh McCown going to get the Texans' job? 
Really? He's he's the favorite right now. Oh. He's not coached Josh a single the former quarterback? Yep. Who's not coached a single game other than little high school football is possibly getting this NFL head coaching job. And Brian Flores, a great head coach, is not. It's just a terrible look. I don't understand how you can explain this to the Texans. Uh, yeah. I, and, and going back to, to what we were talking about before, I think Marvin Lewis also came out and said um, something similar about really? getting paid. It's just, I which, mean, that's the way it is nowadays, though, with the whole ideology on tanking. Yeah. Which stinks. Which it's tough. It, it's a lot easier to tank in other sports than it is uh, the NFL, in, in my opinion, just because. It, you know you don't play a lot of games and yeah and you're not gonna it, it, it's it's more obvious like resting your star or putting them on a limits restriction in the NBA mm-hmm. is much more subtle than like pulling your quarterback or like oh, yeah. benching your quarterback you just you just can't do that it's just so much more obvious like what you're doing because you're expected to put all your talent out on the field like as much as possible for every possession every play um so it, yeah, that was kind of uh, that was wild to hear, and like you said about the zero and sixteen, zero and seventeen seasons, those are stains on on the Lions and the Browns, and and everyone thinks about the Lions and the Browns as being, you know, no offense, the poverty team, franchises. Yeah, the only team to ever lo- just never win a game, and yeah. see, it's pathetic, and it doesn't look good for the NFL either. No, not like, it's all. a big joke. I don't know. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny that. Uh, you know, I could believe the Browns getting, you know, offering money to lose and 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 you know the Dolphins or whatever. But it'd be a, it'd be it'd be funny if, if it came out that yeah no the Lions never got offered any money they just sucked <laughs> yeah. that bad. Adam Gase wasn't offered a cent to lose games. Yeah, <laughs> and he like rumored to be the next Adam Gase rumored to be the next Patriots. Yeah, I saw that. Like, oh my god, bug size. How does that guy still have? A job in the NFL, or like even a candidacy for a job in the NFL. I don't know why anybody would want him. No idea. Horrible. Terrible look. <laughs> Terrible look. The, the Tannehill whisperer? Or no? <laughs> He's the opposite of Tannehill whisperer. Wasn't, uh, I, don't, I don't really remember Adam Gase's time in um, in Miami, to be honest. But Wasn't when, good. When Tannehill left, he was a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on from all this sad football, uh, disappointing football. We haven't been able to talk about the NBA in recent weeks as much as we wanted to, but we have a lot to talk about today. Um, I don't think we got to it last week, the whole James, maybe we touched on it, the James Harden news. Um, this Nets team is just kind of imploding. Mm. When you have your star your star player, arguably one of the greatest players in the world right now, Kevin Durant, injured. You know ha- He was having an MVP-type season injured. Um, you have a part-time player who looks great when he does play, but is just sitting on the bench or not even in the arena when, when he's uh, for home games. And then you have James Harden, who's playing inconsistently but still well, and it uh, sounds like he wants out. So what's going on here? So the Nets are 2-8 in their last 10, currently on a seven-game losing streak. Um, well, I mean, they were so reliant on KD this whole season because they don't have depth. They have No depth. But they're... Backup point guard Patty Mills has been playing great, but you don't have depth and you're missing your star point guard, what, like 70% of the time he doesn't play, I'd say. It's just, it's tough to win with one star and no depth. Yeah. Especially with Harden. The way Harden plays, too. Harden needs a core around him to be good. He showed that in Houston. They set that team up. For him, this team's not set up for hard. That team, you got to give Daryl Moore credit. That team yeah. was constructed as 
as beautifully as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as much crap that, that Daryl Morey gets now, you know, now that he's on the Sixers and everyone makes fun of him for the return he wants for Ben Simmons. I personally think he did an amazing job oh, in yeah. Houston. Um, not only like willing to take risks and say, "Hey, James Harden, be my point guard," mm-hmm. um, and then bringing in Chris Paul, and then even when when Russ was there, having the the balls to trade away Clint Capella, who you kind of, you know. Built a lot, put a lot of capital into it and a lot of investment into Clint Capella as a project, and he turned out great. And then got him, you know, to uh, to uh, Atlanta to open up your spacing. I think Daryl Morey did a great job, mm-hmm. and um, you're and like you're saying, he doesn't have that cast that he kind of needs. Mm-hmm. You know, as no. great of a player as he is, he needs that supporting cast yeah. to, to do well. Really, to, to thrive, he needs other players around to make shots. And this team right now, it's it was more built for the thought that Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie would be on the floor all at the same time. And that yeah. just hasn't happened. And it's not – the team is not built to win when their three stars aren't playing. And they've really been hindered because Kyrie hasn't been playing at all. And now with KD hurt, they are in they are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you completely. I think it's a huge problem there with the Nets. But, like, if you flip over to the Sixers side, do the Sixers need James Harden? Does mm-hmm. he mess up their chemistry? They really don't. But at the same time, Harden and Embiid pick and rolls. They they would score a hundred forty points a game, I think. Who who could stop a Harden and Embiid pick and roll? Yeah. No one. No one can stop that. I think you you got to look at it like, yes, the Sixers have, have had a pretty good season so far, and Embiid is just playing out They've of had his a mind. Great but season so far. yeah, you you had a chance once to trade mm-hmm. Ben Simmons for James Harden. Right, a year and a half ago, however long it was, you had a chance once, and they said no because they believed in Ben Simmons. If you have a chance again, you cannot turn that. You down. have this asset in Ben Simmons just sitting there, not contributing anything positive whatsoever. And if you have another chance to trade away, because it sounds like the Nets, I, I don't know, I've heard conflicting reports that the Nets are gonna wait till the off season. To get, to do to deal with Harden, or they're just like willing to do it before the deadline, which is like in a week. That would be nuts. Um, it's possible. Yeah. So if you're the Sixers, I understand that it, you know you might have chemistry issues, but this might be the best haul at the best time. Maybe not the best time. The best haul you could get for 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 Ben Simmons, and you will not get another chance to get this mm-hmm. level of return for Ben Simmons because, I mean, like the, I, I think the Blazers turned down. Simmons for CJ, straight up, or something like that. If you if you have a chance to get James Harden, if you're the Sixers, for Ben Simmons, you'd you take it. Because you're trading 100%. nothing for James Harden. But James Harden coming into that team, and I think, I think personally, if, an, as a, if I was a Nets general manager, I would need more than Ben Simmons. Yeah, you'd try to absolutely. trade more than yeah, oh, you, Absolutely. Yeah. You would. Yeah. But like, I wasn't trying to imply that it yeah, was just yeah. one for one. This, the Sixers, I feel like we always talk about how the regular season, postseason bests were so different. And I feel like the Sixers, without the Sixers currently constructed, are a better regular season team without James Harden. But I don't think they can go far in the playoffs without James Harden. Like they, they need James Harden to make a push. Like right now, they're a really good team, and yeah. bringing James Harden in, they might no longer vie for the one seed. They might fall back to the four seed, the five seed. But they got a better chance in the playoffs. And the only way they have a chance to win a finals is with James Harden. Yes, you need star power to win postseason games. But in looking at the East right now, it is still wide open. There's no team that's been above me on. And you know the Bucks come playoff time are going to be great. 
the Bulls slowed down. They were really hot. They slowed down a little bit. The Heat have been playing unbelievably. But there's no really big favorite, I'd say, right now. So if the Nets went out and got Harden... You think that makes them favorites? 100%. And in the East, 100%. Over the, over the, the Nets Sixers, when I mean, Durant Sixers. comes back. Yeah. You think so? Yes, because the Nets, Nets were so reliant on KD, and he's hurt. But we talked about this yesterday. Imagine that Nets lineup. Kyrie. Yeah, when they're healthy and when they're Maxie, playing. Oh, whoever oh. else they get in that trade, yeah. like with Simmons and Simmons and KD, that team could put up could be a damaged team. It, it, it's it wild that it's kind of like undoing the James Harden trade. I don't know if you guys there was like this thing on Twitter where it just had screenshots of James Harden's like stat line, whatever it was. It, it wasn't like anything special, but it wasn't a bad stat line. And then it showed. Jared Allen had 29-20. Karis LeVert had 43 points on 70% shooting. And you just look at it like you sacrificed all that debt, I mean all that depth, excuse me, to get James Harden. And this would just kind of be like undoing it, which, you know. Not fully, because Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, and Spencer Dinwiddie are way better than whoever they're going to get in role players. I agree. I just, if you're the Nets, I don't think you can trade Harden. I don't. I don't think you can do it this season because you have to at least when when KD comes back from injury, you have to at least try. They were a Kevin Durant correct shoe length away from being in the finals last year. Probably would have won the finals if seeing what the Bucks did. Um, I don't think you can trade Harden right now just because you can't give this team one year, especially with everything that's going on with Kyrie. When KD comes back, if Kyrie starts to play. And hard if they're on the court at the same time, no one's beating this team in the playoffs. They yeah, just have too much they, star power. They, I mean, Harden was out of shape and injured during that Bucks series, and Kyrie, and Kyrie was injured then. Yeah, Kyrie so I, I agree with you. you. You've you've got way too much talent on this team to not give them one more. That's what, yeah, hundred percent. Especially as when you trade James Harden away, you're not only hurting yourself, but you're helping your like exactly. rivals. Like you're helping the people you're competing against. Like it 100%. just wouldn't make sense in this regular season. It's just weird, though. The whole... And I don't know. Why does he that, want out? On the, I don't know. I, I, I don't say, believe that... Yeah, he says he doesn't like living there. Yeah, right? live, he doesn't like to live in, in Brooklyn. I don't believe that that's... You can go live on Island. Like, go live somewhere else. You live yeah. nearby. Like. It's just... It's so weird how... Even on the flip side of this, I could see the Nets trading Kyrie or Harden at this trade deadline. Yeah. It's, it's really weird, I, but I don't know. I just think if everything didn't go wrong for the Nets, they'd be by far and away, the, I think, the favorite to win the championship this year. Sean, I know we were talking about this yesterday. I, w- I want to hear what your opinion is on Stephen A. Smith. Did you h- hear what he said about Kevin Durant? No. If And, and this is something Kevin Durant replied to on Twitter. Um, but Stephen A., during like his the show, whatever he was on, talked about how if Kevin Durant like doesn't win another ring... You know, this Nets team just never goes far, that he'll be more remembered. And I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with this take, but he'll be more remembered for the, for being the guy that left Steph Curry to go play with Kyrie Irving than the guy that won two finals MVPs. Kevin Durant replied to that and said, quote, egregious. <laughs> and Stephen A., they, he talked about this before the, the game last night, saying, yeah, it is egregious, but, you know, it's the media. The media is not very fair at all. Like, the star player gets the brutal end of, of the headlines, the short straw of, of the media headlines. Like, it's it's not fair at all, but it's just the media, and you just got to deal with it. I, I think 
I'm trying to think of like 20 years down the line. What do we remember KD for? And I feel like this Nets like two or three years depends on what he does after it. Because like, if he stays here for four years, he finishes his career out and does nothing else for the rest of his career, then one that completely destroys his legacy. 100%. But more, I think people don't think of this as like KD. Like, I think when you look back at you, this almost comes like MJ's wizard years. Like they're like really? not existing. You don't talk about him, I feel like. I don't because know. when you think of KD, I'm going to think of the Thunder and the Warriors. I don't think of him as a net player well, still. Well, as of now. I think 20 years down the line, if he just continues to play five more years here, does nothing, I think his career is going to be a lot shorter in your mind, and you're not going to think of him as these times, but you're going to think of him as those time periods, like those Thunders and Warriors teams. But if we're say he can leave the Nets and do something else, that's I think I want him to have his own team. He needs to build a team. Oh, but I think this is his own team. Even if they're, everybody's healthy, I think it's Durant's team. He showed that. He was he was the MVP. He's Durant's own team. He was MVP before he got He's got stars around him. He needs to yeah. go prove it by himself. Like, go to a young team, go prove something. I don't know. I don't, I don't think the... I, I don't think that MJ comparison was fair. I think it's more... You could you compare this more to, like, LeBron's stint with the Lakers. Like, everyone's going to remember LeBron for Cleveland and Miami, but... LeBron won a championship in L.A. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. That's yeah, the expectation. That's true. But I think it's more like that than the than the Jordan Wizard years. That, like, I don't think anybody remembers that. If Durant that. doesn't win a championship the rest of his career, it, a huge stain on his legacy. Oh, yeah. 100%. No one's going to ever argue, like, his talent and, and his ability to score the ball. But when you're putting, like, your top ten players of all time in, like, five years. No. No. If he Kevin Durant's inability to lead a team to a championship. I don't care that he got a Finals MVP. That was not his team. No, at all. You could have, you could have easily given it to Curry, either or both of those years. I don't think. I think that is the biggest stain on his legacy. He never led a team to a championship. Yeah, and you could argue that. He, I mean, he played really well in the finals, but you could argue that it it wasn't his team. And he, what if he didn't have those Finals MVPs? I kind of miss that team. Well, yeah. <laughs> I miss Prime KD. That like team, that team was horrible, man. It was just they were gonna uh, win, and everyone knew it. It stuck. It Wait, sucked that they had injuries, finals? but yeah. I I really enjoyed those 2019 finals. It sucked that that injuries yeah. had to deal with it, it was, but in a way, injuries are what kind of reestablished parity and yeah, allowed hundred percent. Like Raptors aren't winning if the no. if the Warriors are healthy, but it just kind of reminded like me what parity in the finals is again, and it sucked that it had to come through injuries, but. I don't Sometimes know the, the previous happens. years, dude. Like, I love LeBron, but I I didn't enjoy watching those finals, the whole dude. Cavs, Warriors, Saka. I kind of like it better than it was now. Really? Yeah, I don't care about Lakers Heat finals. I don't care about a Bucks Suns finals. Those don't excite me. A Warriors Cavs final, LeBron versus Curry, LeBron versus Durant. Like, but just, okay, but what about that excites me way what, more? What it's about like, if if the Warriors went to the finals this year and it was like Warriors Bucks? Would that be more exciting? Be more exciting, but the Bucks don't do it to me as much as LeBron and the Cavs do. Bucks don't do it to me as much as LeBron and the Cavs do. Okay, okay, interesting. I th- I like it when different people win. I think it's great for the sport. That's why I like baseball. You have a different winner every year. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's something about having the top two guys going to head to head every year and the top two great and putting their like legacies on the line. Oh yeah, it's fun, but it's like everyone knew it was going to happen, so it's just like. Okay, the Cavs Who's coming out of the East this year? Again. Are we going to get a... Like, come, that's well, what, okay, Sean. Wait, a Bulls Warriors won't be fine. Hold, hold, hold on. 
I would you still have been as happy if it was like Warriors Cavs, but there was no Durant? Let's just yeah. say Durant stays on OKC, and, I it, love and that you first. have two more years of Warriors Cavs. I love that first then, one. And then I think that if if Durant stays on OKC, that's a huge hypothetical. The whole oh, you're basketball me. <laughs> you're universe. Me. Yeah. No, the, whole basketball <laughs> the Warriors don't get that many. The Warriors maybe. Don't. Yeah, the, I think the Thunder. At would that eventually time, we better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah they were. came and, out and said it. You thought that they were Yeah, better. that changes the whole... We can't even talk about that. But I, Durant needs to win a championship with this. This Nets team has t- three Somewhere. of the top 15 players in the league right now. If they don't win a championship in the next, like, three years, this is pathetic. It's a stain. Yeah, 100%. It, but they're not it's a stain with, with the, with the, with the finals MVPs. Or however together. That and leaving... OKC. I mean, that's always yeah, going to haunt OKC his career. OKC would would destroy anyone else. You, you can't career. not think. You can't not put that in the same breath as talking about Kevin Durant and his legacy. Unfortunately. Yeah. What if he goes back to OKC and wins the final? It's not going to happen. Oh, this team is the youngest team in the league, dude. What, that would make no sense whatsoever. He also well, LeBron. He, LeBron yeah. and him both like going a young he, team. They're doing well and trading away all their assets for a bunch of thirty six year old stars. He also owes nothing. To OKC, he doesn't. No, he's he he he, he, he trashes yeah. them on social media. I mean that whole Twitter Did thing. Did LeBron owe anything to Cleveland? He was from there. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 the kid from. He from burned Ohio. a bunch of bridges when he, he left. No, he didn't. He did. That team, they did nothing for him. They the did nothing left, for him. The Cleveland that team fans was hated. Are we really? Are we they, starting this debate now? No, <laughs> you cannot compare Durant to to LeBron. It would be like if LeBron went to the Celtics. After, yes, correct. correct. After yes. after blowing a three one lead, that after is, blowing a three one yes, lead, I 100% with, agree. with two future MVPs on his team, that's not a comparison at all. The the Cavs stunk. The Cavs were bad. They went he to was, the Eastern Conference Finals would, because they had LeBron. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, what they did had the, nobody else around? What him. did the Thunder do after Durant left? They made the playoffs. Yeah, they made the playoffs. Russell Westbrook and, was an MVP because yeah. they got Paul George. Harden. No, they made the playoffs oh, the year, year after. First year, yeah. Paul George, but yeah. Russell Westbrook yeah. won an MVP and led them to the sixth seed. I'm just saying the LeBron James leaving Cleveland. No, is a it's terrible. Nothing look. Like Durant. No, no, no. It's nothing like. But you're they saying, were in the lottery forever. You're saying he after yeah, he left. Even with Kyrie, they won 20 games with Kyrie, who, who's amazing. You, that just shows how good LeBron was. Because that that Cavs team stunk around him. You cannot deny that. Booby Williams was like his second best player, yeah. dude. The Who's Big, Big Z. Z? Big Z. Big Z. Mo Williams, like thirty-eight-year-old uh. Shaq at one point. <laughs> that team was horrible. The Thunder, on the other hand, were not horrible. I wasn't saying that. All I said is, you guys said Kevin Durant burnt a bridge when he, he left Oklahoma City because he trashed it. LeBron didn't really trash it. He he knew he wasn't gonna win. LeBron didn't, didn't ha- make burner accounts and be yeah. like, oh, like that, them left, cats the front, sucked. The front office did nothing for he LeBron. He told either. them nothing that I was leaving. All he did was make a huge, multi-million-dollar media announcement. Yeah, I didn't, I on didn't his like thing. I'll, I'll And then he you. went to Miami, and all he said was, "I'm not gonna win one. I'm not gonna win two. I don't I'm gonna see win how that's six. burning bridges, though. That's, I don't see how that's burning. If you're a Cleveland br- fan, were you not pissed off with LeBron? Oh yeah, I'm sure you were. Yeah, he burnt the bridge but there. But when he came back, you welcomed him with open arms. And if Kevin Durant went uh, back to Oklahoma uh, City, uh, uh, would you uh, 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 open arms? Okay, Kevin Durant and LeBron just have two different. They're just two different. I people. don't. Uh, you can't compare. First of all, those LeBron's things. a. First of all, LeBron is a winner. He carries his teams to championships. I'm just saying the bridge was burned for both players, and LeBron mended it by coming back and winning a title. If Kevin Durant came back and won a title with them, it doesn't mend. It would not mend. It doesn't mend. Because of what he did, he trashed the organization. He trashed Russ. He, it was just that's you. You know what that's like. 
it, it, okay, so LeBron, when LeBron comes back to Cleveland, you have a budding star in Kyrie Irving, and then you tell the front office trade this Wiggins Get kid Love. for Kevin Love. Yeah. That's like saying, wow, this Shea guy, he's going to be a star, and trade like five of your first round <laughs> picks for like Carl Anthony Towns or something like that. Like, that just like doesn't, that's not the same thing at all. Like, Shea is not Kyrie Irving, he, is, he has no reason to come back. This te- the, the Thunder are going to be a lottery team for the next eight years. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm saying if he did, he'd bend the bridge. I don't yeah, think but so. Yeah, but I just... I think that bridge is well beyond Burt. I un- Okay. TNT. I'm not, like, it. saying no to your point. It's just, like, I can't even fathom that happening because he would just did never, he would never come back. back. Yeah. Like, but, but no. before that offseason, like, did any of us think he was going back? Didn't, wasn't that, like, the big thing, though? He always kept saying he wanted to win one for Cleveland. It, it is he where he was born. It's his career. hometown. He's like, younger, Durant Miami, owes nothing to the Thunder organization. He has trash-talked them on burner accounts several times because... And LeBron said the same thing with their owner. LeBron's, oh, well, the... the Dan Gilbert's obviously the worst Dan owner, Gilbert's but he's also owner. said yeah, stuff Because like they, they didn't do anything yeah. for him. He was a young LeBron. If they had a second star, that team makes the finals year after year. The Cavs team, but that like, I don't know. We're, we're, we're getting down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Kevin Durant owes nothing to the yeah. Thunder. I I will never expect him to come back. I would not I want him to come, LeBron to come back. I think so, dude. The kid, the kid from Akron. Come on. It's the narrative. It, it's There's all no the narrative. narrative. The guy either. saving this broken franchise. Mm-hmm. The Thunder are a broken franchise. Sonics made the playoffs like, like before they drafted him. Come on. Ray Allen or Charles Lewis, the original Splash Brothers? Come on. However, it would be interesting because I think the Thunder need to – they got to they, – they're not going to use all these picks. They got to turn one of them into a star. Yeah. <laughs> Durant Ross out of Brooklyn. How many first-round picks they cost <laughs> their way? What if they got Harden back? The Thunder or something like that. That'd be weird. But they have uh, – we'll go down a rival hole. I think the Thunder need to, to trade their picks, though, for a guy. Uh, after, after this one – Harden, this Harden one, and Durant starting for the Thunder – Russ coming off the bench like he belongs. <laughs> Dude, what? Uh, my brain is just hurting thinking about that scenario. I, uh, no, yeah, no. I hate. I don't like the Durant LeBron comparisons, back. though. I don't like that at all. Ibaka. Durant's not a winner like LeBron I, is. I'm not comparing them. I'm just simply saying that he could go back there. In the I'd rather have Steph Curry than Kevin Durant on the Thunder. Ugh. That would, <laughs> not I even joking. like that at all. Uh, no, that would, that would just be so wrong, but... That just proves my point. Okay, well, the Warriors and Suns are playing really well yes, right now. Yes, yeah, we'll, we'll flip the script. Okay, Warriors and Suns, both 9-1 and one their last 10, and the Warriors are on an eight-game win streak. Are these the two best teams in the NBA right now? Well, yes. Yeah, they are, they yes. are. How is Steph Curry shooting over the stretch, out of curiosity? I think, he I think he's got to be shooting. Even when he was on his major slump, he was still shooting 30% on high volume of threes, which – Relatively to like other people, it's not that bad. Yeah, Steph Curry's, it's just bad for him. Steph Curry's last ten games, averaging twenty four points, eight assists, five rebounds, forty three percent from the field, thirty seven percent from that's, three. It's getting better. It's getting better. The, it's getting and that's better. not bad though. If if other guys were putting up those numbers, we'd be applauding them. But the expectation Actually, with Curry's so high. That's below his season average. Yeah, for but, both his field goal percentage three pointers, not getting better. It's just average. I, I don't know. Well. To what he was doing, he's, he's doing averaging a lot 26 better. points his regular season, shooting 38% from three and 42 from the field with six assists. Like, that's a crazy stat line. Yeah. And, and the Warriors are still rolling yeah. without Draymond. Yeah, the three point percentage would be good for anybody, but it really is that field goal percentage that's yeah. like. Yeah, it's low though. It, it's, but but it's, him just being on the. We've talked about this. We've, yeah, we've talked about him this. Him just being on the court sure. is insane. But um, I saw something the other day. 
They're the Warriors' big three have played a combined seven seconds together this season. Really? And well, they who are, is their big three nowadays? Huh? It's Draymond, right? Yeah. Is, is the third? I think like you have fourth Wiggins now because Wiggins is really yeah, good. Wait, and, yeah, they have an all-star Wiggins now. All-star starter. That's Did he deserve it? No. But no. Did he deserve to be an all-star? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So it's not that league. huge of a deal. Sean, I will give it to you, though. I, I don't like Draymond, but he is amazing. Oh, yeah? He's the glue guy for their team, and I love his basketball takes, too. He, he's really smart guy. I love I, how he defends he, Russ. Yeah, he does <laughs> defend Russ a lot. Respect that. And Clay Thompson's getting better. Clay Thompson's settling in. Just had a game winner versus the Nets a week yeah. ago. I was, you know, averaging sixteen points, like eleven games back in. He's getting there. And I don't think you songs. can ever. You're, yeah. you're never gonna waver your confidence in this team for the rest of the regular season because no. you know Steph Curry is gonna get out of the slump. There's no way this lasts until the playoffs. It's, it's no. twenty six points per game. A slump now, like it's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's more of just. Uh, well, I, we're just so used to him putting up like fifty, forty, ninety seasons that you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, are, it's it's yeah. it's not that like we're we're not, I don't think any of us are trying to express that he's bad. No. It's, it's just that like part of Steph Curry, like who he is and why he's so valuable is like a, a part of that is his efficiency. So you know, you just like you know like t- for him to get back to that, he's got to get back to being efficient. But it's not like him inefficient Steph Curry is some scrub. Yeah. You know, I mean, not, the expectation no for Curry is just unreal too. People expect him night in night out to. All, all great players go through slumps. And you look at the Warriors' best home team in the NBA, two and a half games out of first place in the West. I mean, it hasn't hurt them at all. No. They, they roll. They just roll on. That's, they got a good team. Yeah. They got a squad. Speaking of Wiggins and all-star starters, um, who are you guys' snubs? LaMelo. Yeah. LaMelo. Uh, yeah. The fact that Chris Middleton made the, the all-star game, is just, it's, it's not good. Like Lamelo's yeah, literally Lamelo's doing everything it. better and leading a team on his own. Yeah, uh, how, how are we feeling about? I guess the Bucks also. I think they'll they'll be fine. They're doing the classic coast. Giannis is a beast. Giannis is insane. Did you see? Um, he had a what was it? Thirty three point triple double without scoring or something in like the first quarter, something like that. No yeah, doubt. It's just like insane. Bucks have a great roster. I just I think that looking at the East right now, it's still wide open. You know, you could argue that, in my opinion, Lamelo and Miles Bridges could have made could have been all stars this season. Yeah. So they Miles really, Bridges. They really got snubbed. I mean, he's averaging twenty. I know, but career high. I think Lamelo for sure. Lamelo for sure. Jalen Jalen Brown, Brown got also snubbed. Gone, he yeah. should have hundred percent. Jared Allen. Yeah, Jared Allen. The way for Jared sure. Allen's playing. Darius Garland is all star. Yes. Yeah. As he deserve, should be. Deserve. As he should be. Yeah. Who do you think, Jared? Who's your big all star snub? I know you Outside don't. You don't believe Lamelo should be an all star. I didn't you don't say think that. Lamelo? The other day you were like, you were feeling less about it. You said no. You said better than you him. said how Lamelo not make it, and I didn't disagree. I just said the East is is stacked. That's, yeah. Like that's probably why he didn't make it. Yeah, but but I think I, his, no, I think he should have been an all. I I I I love watching Lamelo. I don't think uh, I don't I don't think he deserved not so, to be an all star. So what are the rosters? Because I know Middleton on the East. That's that's not right. You know who? Okay, you know who my um. My biggest snub is uh, is Dejounte Murray. Yes, yes, I averaging think, almost a triple double, right? Twenty nine and eight and a half. That crazy. Yeah, I I mean the the Spurs are the most unlucky team in the NBA. I I feel like they have a zero point differential and they are fourteen games under five hundred. That wow. That's tough. Wow. They don't have a lot of they don't have people though, but 
Fred Van Vliet, also shout out. First yeah, all-star shout guys. out, yeah. They've been balling. Good for him, dude. Balling. dude Love Fred. The Rio talk about the Raptors. They've been balling as of recently. Yeah, they were supposed to they were supposed was, to be tanking this, this year. This was a tank season. Yeah. But um, Siakam, I know he got a lot of hate last year because he regressed. But he's been playing well this season. Van Fleet. Scotty Barnes yeah, could Barnes, be rookie of the year. Trey Young, all-star starter too. Crazy. Yeah. And the Hawks, when that happened, uh, there was a lot of backlash because the Hawks were playing really bad. But playing he, some bad basketball right now. Now, um, what are they? They're... They're eight and two in their last ten. I think they were on a what seven or eight game win streak, or something something like that. Right after he was announced, but well deserved. He's proven this year that he can score without free throws too. Mm-hmm. Really- um, what about so Levine? Did did Zach Levine make it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, okay. Draymond else make it. Three Warriors guys. I think Warriors yeah, that's wild. Most. Yeah. Remember when it was four Warriors guys? Oh, we can't we can't go back into that conversation. But um, I would have loved it? to see uh, Ant make it, but there's no room for him. Who look, is at, this? look at the roster. Who is the center from the Warriors? Was it Bogut? Oh. Zaza. Zaza. Javale like, McGee. No, but Zaza was getting a bunch of love for the All Star game one year. That's how they yeah, like, changed yeah, it. He was... almost got the All Star starter. Zaza. <laughs> so weird. It's because like where is he? He's from somewhere in Europe, right? And everyone from that country was just like yeah. spamming Georgia. votes. He's from Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Country, country Georgia. Georgia. Doing really well in the Olympics. Georgia, yeah. But yeah, I guess looking at this. I would have said, one more thing, I would have said Jared Allen would be my second pick for, yeah, for snub. But like, who would you take out besides Chris Cat? Middleton? I don't know. It, it's. I'd probably take, I guess Cat's in the Cat's other conference. Cat's pretty well. Uh, I would love to see more people in the All-Star game. Like Ant, I think he's been having a great season. Um, yeah, it's tough. You just It's tough to, to push the idea of expanding it because then it, you're you're losing more and more value of being an all star. Yeah. The bigger you, you make the you rosters. Ha- the problem is though, you just have guys that you know are going to make it year after year. LeBron, Curry, Durant. I, I think Harden didn't deserve it fully this year. If you just look at the stats this year, I feel like 22, 10 and eight. It's mm, pretty good. Yeah. What what, what are his uh? What, How many games he played though? Splits. Um, you got Donovan Mitchell in there. Chris Paul's going to be an all star every year. Tatum's probably going to be an all-star every year from now on. Oh, 41 and 33 for Harden. Durant, or, Those are his splits. Ugh. That's not good. How many games did he play this year? Um, 44. So, uh, most. a bunch. Most. Wow. We've got to give a shout-out to Ja, uh, first all-star Yeah, career. dude, shout-out to, to Ja Morant. And that, that Grizzlies team is sick. It's that, a fun, young so team. Cool. Hitting the conference by storm, dude. Like, Jaron Jackson should be an all-star, too. Best Right now, he's best defender in the NBA. Is there a chance that the Grizzlies uh, well, replace one of the uh, the Warriors' sons in the conference finals? No. I think based on pure experience alone, Chris Paul's not going to let his team lose that early. And let's see if you want to talk about Suns role players. They they have a best yeah. roster. You could have like, argued McHale could have made it an all-star yeah. game, to be yeah. honest. But the Suns, like... Every a lot of people, I I like the Suns. I like them a lot, but a lot of people doubted them to like come back and do this. Again. I doubted them. Oh, like yeah. you guys, like I know Drew especially like mm-hmm. said the the run to the finals last year. It was a little weak, but we didn't expect. I don't think many of us expected them to be this good still, and they are again yeah. proving it. And no, yeah, not at all. You I was expecting a fall to like the sixth seed. Or yeah, something. you give CP three some weapons in an offense. A oh, seven game gosh. series against the Warriors is, is not an easy Warriors win. Like that's going to no. be a tight that, series. Yeah. A great, great series. Yeah. Yeah. Devin Booker could score. Like these guys, they have good players. They have just amazing. Best backcourt in the in the league. 
well, Steph and Clay when they're healthy, yeah, but Steph. yeah, but now prime Steph, prime Clay, well, prime, prime Clay, yeah, prime Steph, prime, prime, Clay. prime Steph, prime Clay. But like, with assuming Clay is kind of you know probably never gonna get back to what he was after Achilles and ACL. What about a healthy uh, Harden, healthy Kyrie? Yeah, Sexton I'll, Garland. I mean, I'll say that when I when I see that for the first time, healthy, yeah, true, <laughs> healthy Kyrie Dart. I have no idea what that looks like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, healthy Saxon would be great. But they just win games. Mike Conley. Suns are so good. Donovan Mitchell. They twenty and five, away record. That's nuts in the NBA. Or twenty and five on the road. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Also, every year, for at least for me, it puts into perspective. How incredible that Warriors seventy three and nineteen was. Yeah. Because you look at all these records, it's like wow, like ten games. Bad dogs, bro. Bad dogs. Like seventy three and the nine, Sun, like only Suns. losing nine games over a course of an eighty two game season is ridiculous. The Suns are thirty two games over five hundred, and they're forty two and ten. And we th- and that's and a great they're, record they're by far and away. Yeah. yeah. The best record. Yeah. But they're not breaking the record. No, that's a not shame. Even close. Uh, a little side tangent on that seventy three and nine season. I don't think anyone watched that seventy third win. I don't think anyone watched that because you know what what else was on yeah, that night? Kobe's. It was Kobe's last game that night. I don't think anyone watched. Yeah. Bro, I remember someone telling me like like oh my god like Warriors like they 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 beat the record like wa- turn on the game like. Watching Kobe's last game, yeah, bro. Come on, I'm not watching that. 60? Come on, man. Yeah. Corey Could have put it. Should have put it on two, on two different days, but yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Back to the. I want to talk about the West as a whole. Yeah, talk about the Jazz. Very, very tell, top us, heavy. tell us about the Jazz. Jazz have been. <sighs> I hate to give him credit, I really do, but uh, the Jazz need Gobert and they need Mitchell and they need Gobert especially. They lost when he got hurt. They had the worst defense in the league net rating for seven straight games. I think they lost seven games in a row when he got hurt. Um, you want to talk about people being important to teams. Rudy Gobert is very important to the Jazz. and Donovan Mitchell's been struggling with a little injury here and there, too. Um, three and seven in the last ten, four and 11 in their last 15, and they've kind of fallen out of like this typical Jazz three-seed type of deal they they're now? now the Mavs are two games behind them and the Nuggets four games behind them or three and a half and the Mavs and the Nuggets really have have not looked like superb this year either if you're the Jazz are you wor- worrying a little bit dropping down to a five six maybe a play-in team I'd, I'd worry if they happen. dropped the play-in I wouldn't worry if they were like a five seed yeah I agree just because you know that when they were healthy they were yeah. they were solidifying themselves as a three seed I wouldn't worry too much. Yeah, I'd worry about which one of the two top dogs I gotta play first. I think the Mavs could catch him. Mavs make it big. The big, the big question they have to trade out is where is Jeremy Grant gonna go if he goes anywhere? Come to Because there's so many teams Imagine that would love a Jeremy on, Grant. That would be perfect. It would be perfect. Yeah. That would be so nice. Then we could play Luca, Timmy, Jeremy Grant, Jalen Brunson, Porzingis, and and Brunson. You go small. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I think the Mavs would be really good. Or I want John Collins. True and I were talking about this the other day. John Collins uh, on the Mavs because he wants out of Atlanta. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting trade. Hopefully, hopefully we next week when we get we on. We gotta see something, dude. Like yeah. this Norman Powell thing was kind of cool, but um, <laughs> Norman, Norman. I love to use our last six minutes to just to just dog on the Blazers. Yeah. <laughs> just how terrible. Talk about it, True. Let's let's get a little. 
talk about bad management, man. Like, you know, we're not even going to talk about how Dame asked for, like, help last offseason. They got him Cody Zeller. That's (laughs) gross. Poverty franchise. Gross. And then, you know, you, you have Gary Trent Jr., who's a good player, and you ship him away to the Raptors for Norman Powell, and now, he's and now you have Eric Bledsoe. Like, that's just a <laughs> bad taste in my Eric mouth. But like Gary Trent Jr. is going off right now. Hey, yeah, good for the Clippers. Well, I think the big reason the Blazers did this is because they needed opening up cap room to be able to sign uh, Simmons to for a contract. Yeah, but they're, uh, are, are they going to trade CJ? I don't know. you got to blow up this team. I know I, they, they We've been Simmons. saying it for a while that this team, they, they're not going to win. No. And their front office stinks. You, you go one of two ways. You you, uh, you use Simons and, and this, like, let's just say top six pick you're going to get and maybe a first and go get a guy because Simons is having a great year. Yeah. Or you're like, okay, I'm going to use Simons and this six overall pick to start anew. Yeah. Plus, wherever you get for Dame. And then, and then yeah, trade away Dame, trade, trade away Dame, CJ, trade blow up CJ. this whole team. They already got Rocco just, uh, right? He was in that trade. Yeah. yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, so Clippers, Clippers have a supporting cast. They're going to be scary next year when they get um, yeah. two stars back, as much as I hate to say I think that. they said PG and Kawhi are not coming back this year. I think they've yeah. just about rolled and it out. And they're sitting at 500 right now. Yeah. That's Eighth wild. in the West. Crazy. They've been playing so good. They had that – I hate Reggie Jackson, but he had that game winner against the Lakers. That was tough to watch. We, <sighs> yeah. I know, true. <laughs> we've avoided it for so long. we got to talk about the Lakers, man. Good win yesterday after coming back 21 points, but then they almost blew a 10-point lead in the last two minutes. But they did win. They beat the Knicks. Down 21 points. Who didn't play in overtime, Liam? Huh? Who didn't play in overtime? Uh, I'll let Truett answer that one. Truett? Uh, I believe the starters for overtime were uh, LeBron, AD, THT, Stanley Johnson, and Malik Monk. So that means Russell Westbrook didn't play. He did not play during OT. He did not play. And, I don't know, you, you win by seven, right? They won by seven or something yeah. in OT. I think if Russ plays, you still win the game. Maybe not by seven. <laughs> he did know. not have his best game last night. Not a good game. But, hey, they won. LeBron is unreal. AD yeah, is LeBron. unreal. Hey, I'm glad AD's playing well after this injury. He's looking yeah. good defensively. He and just, it, the whole, they, like, face thing. And, like, him falling all the time yesterday was scary Dude. to watch. I, I get scared. It, I think I was telling you this. It, it's, like, the exact – the way that, like, everyone looks at a bead when he falls and you like, you're like, oh, my God, you get a little scared. That's the way I look at yeah. AD now. He, paper. He's paper. just made of – he's made of glass. And, like, when he hits his – when he I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. The face stuff, that's, that's got to end. Like, okay, you got poked in the eye, bro. Like, come on. Yeah, this, I mean, this Lakers team right now is, is really struggling. Really struggling. They're not going far in the playoffs. And we'll, see. They, they, we'll see. If you want to talk about a team that needs to make a trade right now and turn things around, it's the Lakers. Who do they get though? Because who who do you it's a trade? Miles Turner. Who do you Jeremy trade, Grant? Though, they for? get Jeremy Grant. Like I don't know. Who do you trade though? Who do you nobody wants up? anybody? Yeah. Everybody like, on THT, the Lakers. You can have. Everyone on the Lakers. You throw Reeves in there, bro. Everyone on the Lakers besides AD and LeBron has depreciated this year so much. Yeah. Besides, besides, besides Malik, Malik Monk. Monk. Yeah. Keep Stanley Johnson. Keep. Yeah, and Stanley Johnson. But, like, other than that, man, they, this team's just – you look at their their roster, they're just not that good. They're old and tired. They're old and slow and tired and bad at defense. We haven't seen Kendrick Nunn this season yet. 
I would have loved healthy Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, Kent Bazemore. I'm telling you, this team does well when the youth gets more involved and plays well. When Malik so Monk did and LeBron Austin James Reeves yeah, but there is no youth sign on the all team. these old guys. Look at this, look at this. Wayne Ellington, Avery Bradley, Trevor Reese. That's why I'm saying Kent Kendrick Nunn would have been Carmelo. Kendrick Mello, Dwight Mello Howard, also, I don't think, DeAndre played. Jordan. That's another, we're talking about Frank Vogel decisions. That's the first time I think I've seen every, that's the first time I've seen any game this season. I don't think Mello played at all. He's day-to-day. He's injured. Yeah. He was, he was, he was dressed to go? No? I think he looked uh, like right he was now, dressed. I'm looking at their depth chart. He, it, they have him under day-to-day, so maybe it was just a I don't know. Type of Vogel's, Vogel's wilding out here, dude. Vogel's not a good coach. DeAndre Jordan saw some time last night. He hasn't played in like <laughs> 20 games. I, I just thought it was so bad. They, they sent Trevor Reese in the game. He gives up like a layup and then clanks like three straight threes. It, the, the Lakers, their roster is just not good. Not That's, good. As I've said before, and I don't really want to get into this much more today, but I hope and pray that LeBron James never becomes a GM or front office in this yeah. league. Pull Michael Jordan because sometimes the great players just aren't good at stuff, yeah. and he needs to trust somebody to make the right decisions around him, and he hasn't done that in his career really. Unfortunately, he hasn't had some good. He had a bad front office in Cleveland for yes, a long time. I can understand did. why he wants to take things yeah, in his own hands. That's true. It's true. Yeah, he he let for like just, for eight years. He trusted someone was going to get him a a one yeah. B, and that never happened. Just imagine a Lakers team though with like Alonzo or Brandon Ingram. Or Julius Randle right now. Oh, my God. Or Montres Harrell, you know, all these guys. Kuzma. That's right, Kuzma. Uh, oh, it just suck, dude. Don't it, even give me the Kuzma argument anymore. It's, just, it's sad, though. Everyone's, they, they said everyone's... Uh, I'd rather have Kuzma than, than Trevor Ariza. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, Trevor Ariza's... Okay. Or, it's not like they got DeAndre, traded for each other. Or DeAndre Jordan. They weren't mutually exclusive. Or Ken Bazemore, or Avery Bradley, or Wayne Ellington. <laughs> it's just these guys don't even play either. That's the thing. THT. They don't have a lot of guys that they can play. They don't. It's it's sad. I hope they make a trade. They got to do something, though, with this deadline. They have to. Yeah. I agree. It's going to be interesting. Um, big shout-out to Sadiq Bey. Fifth fastest player in NBA history for 300 career three-pointers. Nice. Yeah, baby. There we go. You want to talk about Nova basketball? We'll recap. Do you want the trivia out. question first? Huh? You want NBA trivia yeah, question first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you name the, <laughs> the top five guys in most technicals in NBA history? Didn't you? Didn't we get this one? Uh, so. Rashid Wallace. No. no. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, yeah. he's three. He's three. Yeah. Uh, who's the uh, the guy that would get him every every other game? Who's the guy that has the record for most in the season? Oh, man, this is going to kill me. Is it is Russ on there? No, Russ is, is Dwight? Russ is eight. Dwight doesn't get a lot of texts. Who is no. the guy that would always Dwight's get... Dwight's at nine, actually. Who would get a lot of texts? Oh, like I'm thinking five. like these... They're all older guys. I know Rasheed Wallace. Is it Malone? Shaq. Malone is number one. Shaq, no. No? Uh, Malone has 332 career technical fouls. Barkley? Barkley's two. 329. Rashid Wallace is three with 317. Who's the last two? Well, that just like shove people all the time. One of these guys makes sense. One of them's look a little surprising. Is MJ on there? No. No? 90s? Yeah, both 90s. 
Uh, so Gary? Isaiah Thomas. No. Gary right? Payton is Gary Payton is four oh, with two hundred fifty technical fouls. Big guy. Last last guy. Big man. Yeah. Oh, uh, Demarcus Cousins. No. No. Damn. Uh, Bill Lambeer. Nope. Oh, I would. I would have thought it would be. It would have been. Trying to think of guys that just hack people. Is this guy like known for just hacking people? Kind of. Is this the surprising one or was Rodman? Gary, was Gary the surprising? Rodman? Rodman? Yeah. Rodman. Yeah. Rounding out the top ten after Rodman, number six is Dirk Nowitzki. Really? Really surprising that one. Anthony Bates at number seven, Russ at eight, Dwight Howard at nine, and the big ticket Kevin Garnett. Where's at number Boogie 10. on that? What? Where's Boogie on that list? I have no idea. Probably way further down. I do. Draymond's say, twenty, Boogie's nineteen. Antonio Antoine Walker, 18. With a uh, Dirk on there, I'll Man, say, you see this with Luka, those those European players, dude, they love to get after the refs. You see with Jokic, too. Yeah, they right always 13, yell They yeah. always yell at the refs. So that, that that's kind of surprising, though, Dirk. You wouldn't think. You wouldn't think that at all. No. Good stuff. Oh, uh, Villanova, we beat UConn yesterday. Yeah. Eric Dixon, huge game. Yeah. Hopefully Collins not too hurt. He'll be able to come back. Also more. Chris Arch, big shout out. We gotta win the big East this year. We gotta win the tournament, won't, that's won't, for sure. Won't be a cakewalk. I think we could do either both of those with help the team. I don't the experience, know, the ability to play shoot, like we're getting deeper. You need to get Longino more minutes, please. He's really good. It's nice to see though that in college basketball, like everyone's no there's no clear favorite this year. UCLA just got Upset last night by uh, Arizona, Arizona State. Arizona State, big game. Auburn almost lost to Georgia, who has won. Georgia's won six games this year. Gonzaga and Gonzaga never Gonzaga trust them. has been on rolling lately, though. But uh, it's very interesting. Hopefully, we get healthy. Duke's make a, run. a couple losses. Like yeah, Duke, Kentucky. I mean, there's a lot of teams. Everybody can lose. Baylor mm-hmm. lost the other day. Texas Tech. I, Purdue's got three losses. Kentucky's got four. Like, it's very wide open. Yeah, it's nice. It gives us a chance, but we'll see. We'll see. It's March Madness. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And if we get like a, if the luck works out in our way, we can have a home games for the uh, Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight. Really? It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'd be sick. If we if we get like a top two seed, probably we'll we'll play in Wells Fargo for Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight, oh, eight games. That would be nuts. Yeah. That would be nuts. All right. All right, gentlemen. It's one oh five. It's time to sign off. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to another rendition of fun in the locker room uh if you missed the entirety of this or you want to go look at some of the other shows like i said earlier check out the youtube channel check out the twitter um 11 30 every sunday tune in we'll be here next sunday super bowl sunday so we'll get you all of our analysis all the player props all the betting it's gonna be super bowl mania basically i mean um, trade down lines over hopefully some big moves yeah mm. Hope and pray. So we'll have a lot to talk about next time, so you're not going to want to miss next show. Tune in, uh, and we'll see you next Sunday.